0: I am sitting here on the floor. We got a pillow set up behind me. I have my fiance next to me. I can't believe I'm actually saying fiance. I know. I woke up this morning. It's Monday. And I was like, it's our first Monday. It's fiance. And he was like, Katie, it is 630 in the morning. <laughs> but he still he still seemed excited, which is good. How are you feeling about all of this? Have you processed it yet?
1: Yeah. Uh, I feel like I've been processing it for months because I've been in the background, just trying to figure out how to surprise you. So yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm good to go.
0: Let's give you some backstory. I'm not an easy person to surprise. I'm not like a super nosy person, but I feel like I pick up on a lot of things and I just wouldn't be a super easy person to surprise.
1: Not at all. No. But you
0: shocked me. <laughs> <laughs> you completely shocked me. I mean, we'll get into the story. I almost didn't show up my engagement, because that's how much I had no idea that I was getting engaged on a Friday morning. But let's give them a little backstory on our relationship. We're really lucky that we have a ton of support. I mean, from almost every single person around us. Mm-hmm. We've gotten so many messages of love, of support, our families, our friends. Everybody's just so incredibly happy but I think if you don't know our relationship it's like oh my gosh engaged like you guys just started dating in January and now it's you know end December <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean we made it official in January
1: that's true that's and Max
0: true. has had we started dating in December but you didn't ask him to be your girlfriend until January
1: in my head we've been dating since like last May
0: which is very funny because Max would not even wouldn't even look at me he wouldn't even say hi to me him and I first met because he couldn't get up the elevator in our building. He didn't know that you had to scan a little box code. Mm-hmm. And I actually don't remember this. Max remembers this. You you tell the story.
1: Uh, I just moved in. It was May of last year. And I saw you um, and I think I just freeze. I didn't know what to do. So I started pushing this button to try to get up to the elevator, um, not using my fob. And you were super nice. You just smiled and showed me the fob. Far away from the elevator is the worst, worst idea and design ever. But um, yeah, and, and ever since that day, I, I kind of just had a huge crush on you.
0: And Max's defense, it actually makes no sense. Like the box where you scan to get up the elevator is like 10 feet from the actual elevator. And they only give you like 10 seconds to press the elevator button from when you scan. So you have to like actually run to the elevator to get up it. So we, in your defense, Yes, I would not have known either if I didn't have somebody really, really show me. But we met last year. So I guess we met technically in May when Max moved in. I don't remember that. We really started meeting and seeing each other more in like June, July of last year. Um, Max was working downstairs. There's like a common area with lots of different workspaces and he was work from home. So he would be in one of those workspaces occasionally, but then the more I came down, the more Max would be down there. And I started noticing Max when I would go downstairs to like get coffee in the morning. And then I started going to get coffee a lot more. So we met like right in this common area, right by a coffee machine, which if you listen to our story, it's a big part of our story because I would always say I want to meet someone really authentically. I want to meet someone while I'm drinking coffee. But my friends would always make fun of me that I was never at coffee shops. And funny enough, I met Max at a coffee machine. So now we can say that, like, I I manifest things pretty strong because I did it in my own building without even going to a coffee shop. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And we spent months and months just talking and getting coffee every morning. Neither one of us really liked coffee, but we (laughs) do now.
0: We do now. We have it occasionally. It's not like all the time. But what's so funny is that I could not get a read on Max. He was so shy. And now that I know you, you're not shy at all. Like Max is consistently doing a million different accents, total goofball. But (laughs) he's so shy when you first meet him. I mean, he he would barely look up at me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, one, yes, I'm shy. Two, uh, you're so kind and so nice and so bubbly that I just thought you were like that with everybody. So I just kind of thought I friend zoned myself, I guess.
0: He would look up and he'd be like, hey, and give me this little wave and then look back (laughs) down. But you really started to open up when I got Charlie in August. Yeah. Because Charlie just goes up to everybody and you just say hi, and she like falls in love with every single person.
1: Yeah, thank God for Charlie.
0: I know, right? If it wasn't for Char, I don't know that we'd be together. <laughs>
1: well, I don't know about that you asked me out.
0: I did. I did ask Max out. So we started talking in June and July, and then it started turning into like just hellos to these one minute conversations and two minutes, three minutes. And we were starting to get to know each other. We were having these like little mini coffee dates without even knowing we were having dates because him and I were both not even in a position where we wanted to date anybody. But I think we knew there was something between us, but neither of us was ready to date. Yeah.
1: Am I explaining that right? Absolutely. Yeah.
0: I feel like I know that I wasn't ready to like fully be with somebody. Max, (laughs) Max always says, I knew that if we started talking, it'd be serious.
1: Yeah, that's so true. Um, Yeah, I don't know. There's just something about you. And I knew that if we started dating and, talking more and more um that that would be the end for me. I didn't think that for one second it would be something that'd be really short term. So that kind of scared me a little bit.
0: And in my head I wasn't thinking anything serious. I was like why is this guy friend zoning me? We've been talking for 4 months and he won't even ask me out on a date. And I had passed my 1 year of like wanting to be single. And I had passed it I guess by like 2 months almost and finally my friends convinced me they told me that if I didn't ask Max on a date, they were going to make me a dating profile, which I was adamantly against. Um, so I asked Max on a date. Were you surprised?
1: Shocked. But I was so <laughs> happy. I was over the moon. I was really pumped. Uh, and obviously, I said yes right away. And then I followed with, I was going to ask you out. So just so you know, it was coming.
0: Which we're still un- unsure if it was true or not. It's true. <laughs> His family tells me that he talked about me for like months, but I just had no idea. I couldn't get a read on if this guy really liked me, if he didn't. Like we seemed like we had a really just different connection than anything I'd ever felt. But we all also didn't explore it romantically for so many months. So I think it was like unknown.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Then we went on our first date.
1: Which was amazing.
0: Which was amazing. We went to, where did we go? Forget Me Not. Forget Me Not. Oh, I was going to say say Flower Child, but (laughs) yeah. Um, we went to forget-me-not, and it was such a good date. We um, only had drinks, but we it was just nonstop conversation. We had gotten all the fluff out of the way. Mm-hmm. We knew, like, I knew at that point, you know, Max had the same birthday as my mom, and we were actually born 10 days apart. I'm on September 6th. He's on the 16th of the same year. Like, we had dove into everything, so I feel like our date, we, like, went deep.
1: Yeah, yeah. An even deeper dive, it was really <laughs> yeah. well. And we were there, I feel like, for hours. Yeah, I don't think either one of us wanted to leave.
0: I don't think we stopped talking.
1: <laughs> no.
0: I remember I was so hungry at the end of that date, and I wanted to be like, "Can we please go get food?" Because my blood sugar is like in the negatives right now. But also, it was just such a good ending. What's really funny about our first date, though, is that we live in the same building, <laughs> so the goodbye was. To me, it was awkward.
1: <laughs> oh, was it? Well, no. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know to hug this girl, to kiss this girl. And was the next day I left for Sacramento for a month. So I didn't, I didn't know
0: what to do. <laughs> we rode the elevator up together. <laughs> Max lives on the fourth floor. I live on the fifth. And it was just like an awkward hug. And then the elevator doors closed. And then I went up one floor to my room. And it just felt like such a funny ending to a date. I was actually surprised you didn't kiss me, but I was happy you didn't. Yeah. Because I just don't think, I think we were both so unsure. I mean, we're both, you know, coming out of like previous marriages and we had both been through phases of being single and really working on ourselves. Um, And I think when you do that, you're more protective of your energy.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, and, you know, I knew you were going to be doing some traveling and I was going to be doing some traveling and. I honestly, I I didn't know after that date how you felt still.
0: Yeah, that was the next little hiccup as we went on a date in the end of October and then he was traveling back home for three weeks and then I was backing that up to a trip for like three, three and a half weeks. So after our initial first date, we didn't really see each other for like six and a half, seven weeks. If it was more like six, because I came home early because I was so excited to see you. (laughs) Um, and then as soon as I came home, that was, that's really like where the story begins.
1: Yeah. That that was kind of the end of it.
0: Yeah. I, I think we knew very quickly what we kept talking once, um, we went on our first date. He was back home. I was back home. We were texting every day towards the end of my trip. It was like FaceTiming and calling. Um, so I feel like we had almost had this six month friendship relationship before anything else. And the day I got home, he kissed me.
1: Yep. (laughs) Well, you know, at that point, I didn't want to be too shy. So I I felt like I, you know, had to go in for it right away. Yeah. The second you parked the car.
0: It was, it really was like the second I parked the car and got my suitcase out, he went in for a kiss and I was surprised, but obviously so happy. And then it really just hasn't stopped since then. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I don't feel like I've left your side since then.
0: I know. I know. What's wild when I knew it was going to be serious, and I knew I was like massively falling for him. And we did a big New Year's and New Year's Eve party. And my you everybody, most people on this podcast know Keisha, but we're so grateful. Keisha and Cena, her husband, play a big role in not just this relationship and supporting, but they played a big role in the engagement as well. Um, but we went to a New Year's Eve party with them. And when Max was asked what his, like, New Year's goals or New Year's resolutions was, what did you say? Well, well he told normal ones first. I, and then, I don't remember
1: my exact words, but I said I had goals for us as a couple.
0: And Keisha said, like, what kind of goals? Like, sexual goals? <laughs> or, <laughs> and he was like, no, no, no. And then you said, I'm going to fall in love with her this year.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah. I,
0: that was like a really, really sweet thing. I didn't know what to say.
1: I I feel like before that, I was already falling for you. Yeah. And so it was just top of mind. You know, that's kind of all I was thinking about that entire night was what a way to start a new year.
0: Yeah. It is so weird going into a relationship where unbeknownst to us, we got all the nerves out of the way. We got the friendship stage out of the way. We had like such a solid foundation of who each other was before like six months previous before we actually made it official, which was in January. And then since then, we have just, we really haven't left each other's side. I was like very, I was a little bit cautious at first. I kept my space at first, but it took like three weeks and then I started to open up. Yeah, but you weren't you like weren't as cautious with your space.
1: No, I feel like I knew right away. Honestly, yeah. especially after all those months of just talking to you and kind of being genuine and not having it really any expectations. Yeah, uh, I just knew.
0: Yeah, I what I love most about our story is the fact that neither of us really wanted anything. Uh, so that's not true. I think deep down, we both. Of course, you want companionship. You want connection. You want to meet someone and just be loved and feel safe and feel secure. And I think deep down we both wanted that, but we also felt that so much within ourselves that it was only going to happen if it was the right person.
1: Yeah.
0: Like I wasn't open to really dating anyone. So how did we go from dating to being engaged, Max?
1: (laughs) That is a good question. Uh,
0: Fill the beans. When did you start looking for rings?
1: uh, March. Wow. Yeah. March, I started looking. I think Keisha and Cena came over one night for dinner. And I I told them right away. I was like, you guys, I'm gonna marry Katie. And uh I have a ring and I'm so ready to do this. And they were just both over the moon. Obviously, they were super pumped. Um, but I guess taking it back even prior to that, I don't know. You know, I just felt like you were super genuine and I I really respected what you and you know how you did it as far as your career and life and kind of how you move and um I just love it and I love you so I I knew very quickly what I wanted out of a relationship
0: yeah I love that I love when a guy knows what he wants (laughs) but I I would agree with you this is very unusual in the fact that like I would normally not be open to something like this so quick but there is just there's something different about this relationship. And I think everybody that's around us really sees it. Even my family, they came in in March Mm -hmm. and my family had heard about him previously. I've been telling my mom, I called him Coffee Max. So I've been telling my mom about Coffee Max literally since like the previous summer. And everyone was like, well, you guys just go on a date already. (laughs) Um, But they had known about him. And then once we made it official in January and we really started dating, I felt really comfortable Um, for my family to meet him and I really wanted them to get to know him and I don't think that meeting could have gone any better
1: no um first off you have the sweetest parents in America they are so nice um and when I asked your dad he he was just so so happy yeah uh and it was really easy it was super easy with them too it just felt normal
0: the only person that gave Max a little bit of trouble was my niece, Victory. Well, she didn't oh, give man. him trouble, but she's a tough one. She's protective she, of her aunt Katie.
1: Yes, she had some crazy tests.
0: She did. I failed them
1: all, <laughs> <laughs> but she still liked me. So she
0: did. Okay. We sat down, and she she was like, "All right, what, what were her questions?"
1: Oh God, I don't even remember. Uh, but they were pretty good for a ten year old.
0: Yeah, she said. Oh, she said what. Um, What What is one thing you would change about Aunt Katie? Yeah,
1: I said nothing. She said, uh, (laughs) should be her last name.
0: You said I would change the fact that she's always late.
1: (laughs) Oh, I did say that, actually, which is still true.
0: (laughs) What's really funny, this is the one thing that Max and I are polar opposite on. I'm like 15 minutes late is on time for me and I'm good to go. And Max is a 15 minutes early kind of person.
1: Which is on time.
0: Which is which is on time for him. <laughs> he has started telling me the wrong times for like dinner dates and reservations and times we have to be there. He gives me like a 15-minute window, tells me the wrong time, but it works every time. It, it works.
1: <laughs> it's a great formula.
0: It really is. So you started planning the engagement in March.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you asked my parents, you told Keisha and Cena. Did you start telling your family then?
1: Um yeah, right around then. I I I told my dad first okay, Um, and then I told my uncle and kind of like slowly started telling people, this is what I'm going to do. My family had some family friends that were in the jewelry business. And so that's when it really started. Um, And I was like, Oh my gosh, we're designing a ring. We're going for it. Um, So yeah. Right, right around like March, April.
0: What fun fact about my ring, which by the way, Max, 10 out of 10 on the ring, (laughs) but This design on the ring is called the Katie, and it's spelled K-A-T-Y, which isn't a super common spelling. Did you know this before you picked the ring out?
1: No. um, Joe, the jeweler who helped me.
0: We love Joe. Thank you, Joe.
1: Yeah, (laughs) really hooked me up because I had no idea about rings. Um, But he kind of pulled up his site and was like, this is crazy, but this ring and the design that we've made is called Katie. Um, so when I saw that, that was even more of, a, you know, it's like, I have to get this one.
0: Yeah. Did anyone give you pushback at that point? Like max, it's only been like no, two and a half, three months. Uh, and
1: I think that's what was so crazy. You know, like I honestly thought I was going to get pushback from my dad. Um, and he was so for it. He was like, this is awesome. I'm really excited. I, I want to meet her like today. Um,
0: were you nervous you were going to get pushback from my dad?
1: Yes. And your mom, um, and victory. Um, because, you know, again, I think the parents are really protective and although they, you know, don't really know we've been talking for so long, they really only see that we've been dating for, you know, yeah. three, four months. Um, so it was actually nerve wracking to ask your dad.
0: Yeah. I <laughs> was so was- happy. I know, which is what, I mean, my parents are definitely cautious and more protective of me just with everything that I've been through and the whole entire move into Denver. So I think that they are also feeling a little bit just protective of me and my energy and wanting me to make the right decisions in life, which makes sense for parents. Mm -hmm. Um, But they just welcome Max with open arms. I, I just think, uh, and I'm I'm just going to like pump you up for a second, but Max just has this like spirit and this soul where you can just really, you feel really comfortable around him and really safe and you can open up to him really quickly. He's blushing. <laughs> He's absolutely blushing. So I think my parents really sensed that when they met him and then we spent a lot of time with them. It was like three days that we really got to spend with them, get to know them, take them, show them around Denver Um, and that's, I guess when you got the okay from my dad is when I was like, let's start doing this.
1: Yeah. It was the day after Boulder. Uh, we took them to Boulder and the next morning I asked him.
0: Yeah. Wow. So this was in March. What made you pick June? What made you pick a coffee shop, which will tell you the story of the coffee shop, but we got engaged at a coffee shop.
1: Yeah. Um, well, I, I was kind of tossing around a couple dates the second i got the ring i wanted to ask you immediately (laughs) It was burning a hole in my pocket
0: bad at surprises
1: i'm horrible at surprises but um of course i texted keisha and cena and Kaisha was like what is there any like importance or significance of the july dates and um i was like no i should just go for it so I called Aviano, which is a coffee shop that Katie and I started going to on our Saturdays and Sundays um, and kind of told them our story and and kind of why it was important that I I wanted to start the next chapter of our, our life at a coffee shop and they loved it. And so we started planning.
0: Oh, yeah. So once Max and I figured out, like we met at a coffee machine, coffee sort of became this important part of our relationship where we we both you know are very busy with working schedules and we decided that every single weekend we want to go get coffee together and just spend really really intentional time together and so our first like weekends dating we would go get coffee and we walk around neighborhoods in Denver with our coffee we talk about our dreams and we would look at houses and sort of talk about what we're building and planning in life which was such a cool experience that i had never really had with anybody and that just led into coffee dates just being our favorite thing. And we have a coffee shop called Aviano that is our favorite coffee shop to go to. I got Max on their almond milk lattes. He loves them just as much as me. Um, But that is the spot that he picked. And I couldn't have been more shocked. I don't know why it didn't formulate in my head, even though that's such an important place in our relationship and coffee is a huge part of our story. I think as a girl, you don't ever think you're going to get proposed to drinking coffee, especially on a Friday morning.
1: Yeah. but Can we just fast forward to Friday morning? Because it was a...
0: Uh... Let's fast forward to Friday morning.
1: <laughs> so um, Katie was stressed, we'll say, in the morning. I almost called it off. I did not think that it was going to happen. Um, but at the same time, I was like, this is great because she's going to have no idea. It's not even going to register. Um
0: let let me just a little bit of defense max is not wrong i was grumpy that morning i actually don't know if you've ever seen me like that
1: you were just stressed you had a lot going on
0: i had a lot going on it was a really really big week at work and i was navigating situations i never navigated before and so i didn't sleep well that week and i think by the end of friday it had just caught up to me And I had some work to get done. And I just really wanted to be off. And this coffee date was sort of like in the middle of the work. And I was like, why are we going to get coffee? It didn't make sense to me. But Max had told me that his boss was in town. And that we were going to meet his boss and his girlfriend to get coffee. And I knew that was important to him. But I almost tried to back out that morning. Because I was so stressed and busy. And Max could see that. Um, And he kindly let me know that wasn't going to happen.
1: <laughs> um, And then I got you in the car and we went for it.
0: Yeah, we did. And he seemed okay when we were driving. Everything was normal to me. I literally, a hundred percent of me thought that we were going to meet his boss. Clearly by my outfit choice of a onesie and a t-shirt that was five years old that was baggy, which I'm, I'm getting over. I'm working through it, okay? What I love is that, the pictures, the proposal, the outfits, everything was just so us. And it was authentic and genuine and casual, which is everything that our coffee dates are. And so in that aspect, I'm actually really glad I wore that outfit because it was just so it was just so us. Yeah. But everything seemed super normal. We were standing in line and Max started to get really, really nervous. And I didn't know why. And he kept saying things like he would like talk like under his breath and be like, I love you. Like, you look really great. And I'm like, thank you. Like, why are you saying this? And poor sweet Max was just trying to get me to come around to cheer me up a little bit because it had been such a morning. And honestly, that is like the one thing I actually cried after because I said you were being so sweet. And I was just a little bit bratty that morning.
1: No, Katie's bratty is like short. You know, it's not. It's quiet. Yeah, you were fine, maybe, but yeah. um, I honestly was nervous since Wednesday when I started kind of practicing and rehearsing what we were going to do at the coffee shop. And then when I saw a couple folks, I got really nervous.
0: Yeah, Matt, I thought
1: you were going to see them instantly, and it was going to be over.
0: You went in Wednesday and Thursday and like planned all of this out, and I'm yeah. just working away, totally naive to the whole situation. And you were, meanwhile, you're planning out spots that you're going to sit down and you had the photographer come.
1: Yeah. Um, and the GM of Aviano was super helpful and he kind of, you know, I'm not good at planning and I wanted to ask you the second we got in there in line and both the photographer and uh, the GM were like, no, absolutely not.
0: Please don't ask her in line. Yeah.
1: Let's start looking at seats. Let's figure out what we can kind of close off without it looking really off. Yeah. Um, so they were both so helpful. They they really put it together for me.
0: Nothing looked off. There were people that I knew in the coffee shop hidden that I would have never known they were there. And Max is right. I really, at this time in my life, I try and be so intentional in moments and so purposeful in moments. And I wasn't that morning. And it was probably a good thing because I think I would have noticed people there, but I didn't notice anybody, not a photographer, not friends. Nothing was recognizable. I was like, let's get this coffee. Let's meet yep. his boss. Literally, he
1: said, I have 45 minutes. <laughs> that is it.
0: Which I feel terrible <laughs> for now. <laughs> but honestly, once he proposed, everything went out the window. Work was the least important thing. And I, w- I regrouped and was super present yeah. in that moment. But yeah. he's, he's not wrong. Leading up to it, I was like, we got 45 minutes with your boss. I got to get back. I got to work. And Poor Max is like sweating bullets. Well, I'm like, hey, do I even need to go to coffee? And you were like, absolutely, this has been planned for so long.
1: Yeah.
0: How did you decide to have like some of my friends there? You wanted, did you want them to like pop out and surprise me?
1: Um. So the initial plan was there was two bars that we were thinking of, and everyone was going to go to those two bars, and I was going to do my own thing with you at Aviano, and then head over to either Narrative or this bar inside the Yeti store. Um, but Keisha and Sina were always a part of it since like March, and, yeah. I, and I wanted them there and a couple other folks. um, Some of them couldn't make it, and so you know it was just really intimate, and that's kind of how oh, I wanted yeah. it. I, I the more I thought about this big, huge thing at Narrative or another bar, I was like, you know what? I, I just want it to be us. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you know, Keisha and Keisha Sina, and Sina
0: <laughs> they play such a big role in this. What's so crazy is we got our coffees. Max said something that I thought was really weird. He's like, I think I'm going to get a hot coffee today. And it is like a 90 degree day and we were going to sit outside. And I was like, that is the most weird thing I've ever heard. But you do you. And you ended up not getting a hot coffee.
1: No, I was just so nervous that the plan was to try and get you to sit down. And I was going to go in line and order the coffees, which were supposed to be hot. So they could make those like heart designs in the coffees um but i just blacked out when we got in there i was like oh god I, I don't even know where i am right now
0: also i don't even know that it was it, it would have been really hard to get me to go sit down at the table yes, and not yeah. stand in line um so we ordered the coffees and we go out and i'm like where's your boss and because he had told me oh yeah my boss is sitting on the patio and i was like that's so weird why didn't you let me know like so i could have waited when we were walking inside and he's like oh i don't know no big deal we'll just go out there So we go out to the patio and I was like, which one's your boss? I'm looking around. There's all these like single people sitting at the tables. And he's like, I don't know where he went. Just have a seat right here. And apparently this was the exact spot I was supposed to sit.
1: Yeah. Yep. The photographer was behind you. Um, That was another thing I was really worried about. I did not know how I was going to get you in that seat, but I did. This was a seat Um, that they
0: had specifically saved. Apparently the photographer had been there for like an hour and a half, just sweating in the sun trying to save the spot.
1: Two spots. Yeah. Two
0: spots. Yeah.
1: Um, but I mean, it worked out perfectly. We got you in the seat and, um, I honestly don't even really remember what I said. I was so nervous at that point. Um, I think I was shaking, but the gist of it was we started with coffee and I wanted to start our next chapter with coffee and I just, you know, love you so much. I wanted to do it here and now and, and start the next chapter doing it this way
0: my mind was absolutely glitching. I didn't understand what was happening. I couldn't comprehend it quick enough because it was, I think Max had like a big like speech planned and it was <laughs> so short. But well, was, it was. And I was like, what is he trying to say right now? Is he trying to tell me a story? I couldn't, I couldn't get it really understand. And before I knew it, he had said like one or two sentences and I was trying to comprehend that. And then he got down on one knee and you can see in the pictures, like the total, just shock on my face, shock and awe on my face.
1: You didn't even register when you saw the ring.
0: No. And I didn't, I couldn't even say yes. Well, I don't know if I was more shocked about the ring or the proposal or what it was, but my mouth was just wide open. And he said, Katie, you have to say something. Also, there's a photographer right behind you taking pictures. He had to like, bring me back to life because I just couldn't believe what was happening. And so obviously I said yes. And then Keisha ran out from, I don't yeah. know, across the street.
1: And um, Nick was there. And, and there's there a lot of people there. Um,
0: in the entire coffee shop cheered.
1: Yeah.
0: It, it was so cool. And it's a moment we have on video, but you can barely hear it because it's being recorded from across the street. But literally every- everyone cheered because the whole coffee shop knew. All the baristas, like when I got there... They knew exactly what was happening. The only person in that room that didn't know was me. But that's how you wanted it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then Martin, the GM, came out with champagne. and
0: Yeah, the GM of the uh, coffee shop. yeah, the champagne. It was awesome.
1: And we celebrated.
0: Yeah. We, we felt really grateful that day for the people that were there, everybody that supported us, but just the love that we got. We honestly took two days. We went to Breckenridge for the weekend. And we just were really intentional with each other in our time and celebrating that moment um, because we're lucky that we were able to go, you know, I would think this is a quick relationship for most people, but everybody is so supportive and it's so special to us. And our relationship is so special and we're so protective of it. Um, So I think we just really felt the love. And that day is one that I will absolutely never, ever forget. It was wild. <laughs> That's what you wanted. Yep. You wanted to surprise me and you did. Yeah. You absolutely shocked me. Um, I, I think one of the coolest things though about our story is just that it is it is special in so many ways, but I think it gives a lot of people hope. And I think it gave us hope again. Correct me if I'm wrong, yeah, but yeah, we didn't have a lot of faith in relationships with where we were at. Um, and just really knowing that what we wanted existed and this really proved it wrong. We were able to find it. Yay. We're engaged. <laughs> can you believe it? I can. You can. Max can. Cause I'm still wrapping my head around it. He's been planning this for months, So he's had to wrap his head around it for me. It's still, I'm still like savoring this moment. And I keep looking at my hand being like, Oh my gosh, I'm a fiance. I'm going to be a bride. Um, As far as like when the wedding is, we actually have no idea because a lot of people are asking like, when are you getting married? Is it going to be a big wedding? I think we both know that it's going to be a really small, intimate wedding, Um, but we have no idea when. We started to talk about it this weekend, but Max, you brought it back, which I appreciated.
1: Yeah. And the more I think about it, I I don't know if it's going to be a small wedding. Oh, really? Yeah. Am
0: I just learning this?
1: Well, think about how many people. I, I don't know. I, I just feel like it's gonna we're thinking small, which is gonna be medium, which is gonna turn into a large wedding. Wow. Um so we'll see.
0: I'm just learning this for the first time. Might be a
1: couple weddings in a couple different states. I don't
0: yeah. Wonder. It's crazy because my family's in Michigan. Max's family is in California, and then some in Colorado. So we're kind of all over the place. And there's not really like You know, Iowa, Nebraska, for a central location, just doesn't really do it for us.
1: No, Denver is.
0: No, no offense, it's just not really us. Yeah. No. So Denver would probably be most central to everyone. So we'll see. Apparently, we might have a big wedding. I'm just learning this, but we will keep you updated on all of things. Max, good job on your first podcast debut. (laughs) I loved having you on.